0: Three, two, one.
1: Hi, everyone. Welcome to the 20s and 20 podcast, where we cover everything you need to know about your 20s in only 20 minutes. I'm Mallory Metz, and this is As Good As It Gets. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of 20s and 20. I'm Mallory Metz, and today I'm so excited for our guest, so excited for our topic. We have our own traveling bachelor, TikTok star. Matt Wernig. Hello. How are you?
0: I am doing great, Mallory. How are you today?
1: I'm doing good. I'm excited to have you on. I'm glad we were able to align our schedules, make this work. But for the listeners out there, why don't you go ahead, introduce yourself, tell us your name, age, where you live, a little bit about who you are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Matt Wernig and basically I'm 24 years old and I'm from Montana. I, I guess I don't really have a place of residency right now because I've just been traveling all over the U.S. I created what's called 50 Dates, 50 States, and I'm traveling around the U.S. going on a date with a different girl in every single state. And so I started all back in quarantine, went on a virtual date with a girl, and now it's blossomed into what it is where I'm traveling. So before this, I was I was working for a baseball team right out of college, I went to college up in North Dakota State in Fargo, North Dakota, and graduated there about two years ago. And then I was working for a baseball team there. And then once this was on the rise, I decided to leave that and take this on full time. So don't really have, like I said, a place of residency, but I'm from Montana and uh, just kind of traveling around now.
1: I love that. You're actually not the first nomadic person we've had on the podcast. So we'd love to hear that. Love to see that. I guess my first question is really, you know, how did 50 dates, 50 states get started? I know you mentioned it happened in quarantine. It was a virtual date. Did you know this was going to lead to 50 dates, 50 states? Did you just go on a random first date? Like, how did this all start?
0: Yeah, I mean, I honestly, like, it It just, it hit me when I opened up Tinder one day, and I saw that they made the passport mode, like, available for mm-hmm. free, it said, oh, you can place your location anywhere for free, like, due to quarantine, and for some reason, like, it just, the light went off in my head, a light switch went, and I was just like, man, everybody's at home, everybody's bored, everybody's looking to be entertained, everybody is, like, doing Zoom stuff now, I was like, what if I tried to go on a virtual date in every state, And so like, my intention was to just, yeah, go on, you know, a date with a girl in every state. It wasn't just like one. And then I was like, Oh, like, maybe I try to go on another and things like that. And so I knew it had potential. And I knew it could rise into something bigger and better. I just had to take the baby steps to do it. And so yeah, that's kind of how it how it all started. Like, I mean, COVID is obviously terrible, but if COVID didn't happen, I probably wouldn't have started this, you know?
1: Definitely. And what was it like doing these during COVID? Were you just swiping right on girls on Tinder and then being like, can we have a FaceTime date? Did you give them (laughs) your spiel beforehand? Was it in your bio? I have so many questions. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, well, I I definitely wasn't like going the speed round of swiping right. You know, I was, I was, was, you know, trying to match with people that I, you know, found, found attractive or would want to ask on a date, you know I mean, I basically kind of went right into it like I never tried to mend a conversation or have something kind of go and then ask them. I basically like right out the gate I would like if I matched with you, I basically I always said something along the lines like Mallory, would you consider yourself a fun and outgoing gal? And then normally if they say no, they're just like a boring person but but they want to see good. see where it leads to. And so sometimes like I would open with Mallory, I guarantee you what I'm about to ask you, you've never been asked before. And then, they're <laughs> like, oh, oh my gosh, what is this guy going to ask me? What weird pickup line or whatever? And then I'd basically just be like, hey, I'm doing this thing called 5850 50 States. I'm trying to go on a virtual date. And, you know, I didn't have a hundred percent success rate. I wish I was that big of a stud, but no, I, I mean, I did well where I got All all my dates squared away and like in the beginning, I really didn't know what I was doing. I had never really dove into the content creator world. Like I had some familiarity with Instagram and stuff, but not, I didn't even have TikTok at the time I started this. And so I was just kind of doing it. And when I was on the dates, they were like, oh, is this a part of TikTok? And I was like, no, I don't even have TikTok. And they're like, Oh, really? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) So I eventually just kind of found
1: my rhythm with that. Yeah, you've really been able to aggregate quite the social media following from this as well. Do you get permission from these girls to like post about them? And they're probably all about that. I would be like, yeah plug me out there um but how has that been growing your socials
0: that's been a really fun part of this whole journey is just to like see the progress um from when it started to where it is now i mean like i said i didn't even have tiktok when i first started and i remember i knew it had potential to have a lot of outreach just because i think the day after i announced it on social media i think i had gone on like four or five dates just to build some like content or a little montage so Mm -hmm. i could use that to announce what i was doing over social media And I remember when I did that, literally the next day I got a news interview. (laughs) And so I was was like, Oh, like, I mean, and I never got really any backlash. Like everybody was just like, wow, it's such a good idea. Good idea. Good idea. Wow, way to pass like the boredom at home or whatever it is like, and, you know, and and things like that. And so I just knew I could keep it rolling. And I mean, for my dates, they didn't mind. I always just asked them. I was, I was like, and you don't mind. Cause I like recorded all the zooms and I was like, Oh, do you mind if I like put this stuff out there and, and things like that, or like cut up some highlights? And they were like, oh yeah, no, that's perfectly fine. And then when I started it on the road, I made sure I asked them all again. And I said, hey, you know, if you guys aren't comfortable being in the spotlight or like being on camera or things like that, like no hard feelings if you want to drop out and actually only one of them basically dropped out because of that reason so that was nice but yeah they've been great about it
1: and then how has it been transitioning from this virtual dating world to now you're in person like what was that switch like what are you doing now are these still people you've met on dating apps do you have like a film crew is it just an iphone and a ring light what is that like
0: <laughs> yeah it's definitely it's it's definitely gone through the loops i should say when i made that transition from virtual to in person. I mean, it was definitely like, I've learned every day, you know, and it like, I didn't know how to even put content out on the road. I was like, Oh, this works. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, I'm going to try this. Oh, that didn't hit. Oh, this one does. Like, so I, I like tried to just really a bunch of trial and error for putting out content and things like that. And then in terms of just like filming the content, I had a friend with me for the first 10 states and he was filming the dates for me, which was awesome. Like he would follow me and my date around, and he'd film and things like that. Like I would still edit and whatnot, but he would film. So I didn't have to worry about that. I could just like be on the date. But then after 10 states, like he had a lot of responsibilities. He had to take care of back home. So he had to, he had to dip. And then from then on, I, it's just been me. And I basically just kind of do it like a vlog style. And I mean, you hit the nail on the head when you said ring light and iPhone, like that's (laughs) basically what I'm doing. And because I don't have like all the fancy, crazy equipment and things like that. And also like, it's weird diving into this world because like, I'm a big stickler on if you're on a date, like don't be on your phone. And so I never try to be on my phone ever on a date except for filming. But even sometimes filming, it just feels weird. You know, yeah. Um, but like my dates completely understand and they get it and whatnot. It's not like I'm like scrolling Instagram or whatever. But yeah, I mean, that's been weird to transition into like just filming and documenting everything and taking pictures and taking Polaroid pictures and the whole checklist on what we do on the dates and things like that.
1: I have to ask the question of what has been the worst experience and what has been the best experience? <laughs> I'm sure you don't want to even out your worst experience, but we have to know some high level cringy details.
0: <laughs> Can I say worst experience virtual date wise? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Worst experience virtual date wise, hands down. I went on a date in a certain state virtually, and it was just brutal. After we like got done uh, on the virtual date, I was just like, oh my gosh, like I do not want to include her with this at all (laughs) and like I felt so bad about that but I was (laughs) like I just don't want her to be part of this because I knew what I was trying to do like I was going to try to go meet them all and everything and so I was like I don't want to like meet her in person and I want somebody to represent that state better and so I just kinda I just kinda got a new one without telling her. And then I remember she sent me a DM when I put out a highlight of like all my dates and she wasn't like the picture for the, that state. And she messaged me and said like, well this is awkward that I'm not this state. And then I just I just ghosted her. Like, oh my God. I, I didn't know what to do. It is what it is. But yeah I haven't I honestly haven't had like I mean in person I haven't really had like a bad experience. Like some dates are more eventful than others and some we connect better but there's never been one at least on my end where it's been like oh my gosh get me out of here where's a window I can crawl out of you know like which is nice
1: your virtual worst date experience is actually really funny because sometimes I feel like recording these podcast episodes you never know what you're gonna get and I actually have like a very similar one where I have an episode that has never aired because I'm like this was so bad but
0: no way oh my gosh did you know that like at the beginning of it in the middle or or when you were listening to it back like how did you feel about that?
1: I knew about two thirds of the way through that I was not gonna do anything with it. And it, it's hard because on a podcast like this, like I really rely on the guests to give me a lot of material to work with. And I've had a, plenty of interviews with people who are very short winded, yeah. but this one was just like pulling at teeth. Like it felt like he didn't even want to be there. Oh, and it just. No. And it was like a very popular person on TikTok. So I was surprised based off of their content that this was the experience that I had. So I totally know what you mean. I'm like, this will never see the light of day, but it's fine. Um, Sometimes you just gotta record and move on to the next. But pivoting, what has been your best date experience? Has it been virtual? Has it been in person? Do you feel like you haven't even had it yet? It's still on the horizon.
0: (laughs) I mean, I definitely prefer 100% like the dates In person compared to virtual, because virtual, there's really just only so much you could do. And I tried to spice them up where sometimes I ordered a couple of my dates dinner and had it delivered to their house, or we would dress up fancy, or we would play like never have I ever, or I'd do like a card trick over Zoom to like, I don't know. I tried to spice it up Mm -hmm. in some ways, but there was really only so much you could do where in person it's so much nicer because, like, you know, we're out and about and we're doing things or we're seeing things or we're at an entertainment venue or we're at we're getting drinks or something like that, you know? So best experience. I mean, I honestly, it's hard for me to pin down between like a handful of them. I mean, I've been on 36 dates now and I mean, don't get me wrong. Like some of the dates went better than others, but I mean, I don't know some of the, my favorite things I've done, I could say is definitely like, I thought visiting the white sands in New Mexico was awesome. I thought zip lining in the mountains of New Hampshire, that was incredible i did a cooking class with my date in colorado and that was really fun i did a salsa dancing class with my date in arkansas and went four-wheeling which was which was really cool i went and rode bikes on like venice beach with my california date so like all those little things were like some of my favorite things that i've done
1: that's really cool that you get to have all these experiences and then before you started this whole trek across america were you big into dating before like were you going on virtual dates or real dates before this all started or is this something that like COVID really pushed you to do
0: I've never been like a big dating guy or like a big dater at all like it's gonna sound so weird now that I'm Mr. 50 dates 50 states but like I just was never really a fan of dating or like going on dates because I yeah. felt. It, a lot of it depended on environment. And I'm curious what your thoughts are, but like dinner dates, oh, dinner dates, I just like did not enjoy. And I had gone on a handful or whatever, but it's just, I feel like you can't relax. Like, I mean, I can talk for days. And whatnot so that's not what i'm ever worried about i just i feel like it's this constant she's judging me i'm judging her like oh we're figuring each other out or oh how's her antics or oh how do we look or oh what did she order or all oh, the bill it's just like all these little things like you can never just relax sometimes so i had gone on a handful of dates and whatnot but i never was too active on it i actually like really enjoyed being single like all through high school and college i've, I've never had a girlfriend <laughs> so just because i i enjoyed the single life and not like having these strings attached or tied down and just kind of doing my thing but what 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 are your thoughts on like like are you big into dating
1: i actually am very similar i would say to you where before covid i never really felt the need to like go on or seek out dates, I guess you would say. And then once COVID happened, I was living alone and was like, fuck it. I'm just gonna like go on dating apps. And I did like virtual speed dating on the league that was an experience Um, okay wow all right so definitely i i know what you're doing in a sense but luckily like virtual speed dating's two minutes not like a full commitment
0: that's so funny when you were doing that because you're i mean there's it's kind of in like the masses in a small amount of time do you find that guys In the general sense, like most guys know how to talk to girls.
1: No, not at all.
0: Yeah, I I agree.
1: My question for you was actually going to be, do you think you're getting better at talking to strangers now? Like after talking to you now, obviously I wrote these questions out before meeting you. You're very easy and personable to talk to. But have you always been like that? Or has this like really changed your experience?
0: I've always been a real personable person. And I think that's because like ever since I was just, young and li- and like just a kid I've been in environments where there's like people around like I wasn't really sheltered I was always like active in sports or like small town stuff and so like, I mean, I think that helped me meet people and things like that. And I was talking and teammates and coaches and being around stuff like that. But then I think like, as soon as I could start working, like when you were like 13 or 14 years old, I think like my first job was at like, McDonald's. I like worked there and I, I was a pizza delivery driver. I've been a bus boy. I've been a server. I've done landscaping. I've worked in a pawn shop. Like I've been in a bunch of different like customer service jobs. And so like, I've just, Have so much experience talking with people and being in front of people. And and then when I was working for the baseball team, I was like the on field host. So I was on the microphone in front of, you know, a couple thousand fans, like active in the crowd. So like I've always been pretty active in communicating and and things like that and holding conversations. So with this whole trip, I guess it hasn't really helped me just because like it's, it's almost just natural to me now talking to people. But I guess it's helped me experience different ways of life, if you could say, like different kinds of people, right? Like people from New York compared to people in Montana and people compare in West Coast versus East Coast and Midwest, like talking to people with different backgrounds, I, I would say like, so now moving forward, like I can have a lot of relatable conversations, you know?
1: Yeah, it goes back to like nature versus nurture, right? Like I think part of this is probably your personality and part of it's been you've thrown yourself to the wolves in a couple different situations, but yeah. I guess to really round out this segment, my question is, what is your end goal with this? Is it to find a girlfriend? Is it just to do it all? Is it, are, are you going to go home one day when you're done with your nomadic lifestyle and date people in your city what like what is the end-all be-all goal with this this
0: whole journey can go in all kinds of different directions I mean I have been contacted by a handful of different producers and trying to make this some sort of a tv show and so about three different producers and you know I've gone through the works with all of them in little ways and whatnot but um there's a lot of work to do that and it depends on how big they are the connections they have stuff like that so you know a reality tv show with this whole thing is a possibility for me that's something i never bank on or like expect and so for me what i really want to do is just continue to build the 50 days 50 states brand and if you know the opportunity presents itself of a show or it being on a streaming service or a network then that's awesome but for now i basically just want to try to continue to build the brand and so Once I finish this up, I'm basically going to go into what I call the off-season, and I just prep and plan and prepare for a season two of 50 Dates, 50 States. And then it would be another, I I would call it like a tour. So then um, it would start back up and then travel around again. But I don't think it would be me. I think basically I would put out applications for obviously all the dates in every state to apply, things like that, like to be a date in your state, to represent your state in 50 dates of these states. So the girls would apply, but then also like having a new bachelor for the whole thing. And then I would become more of like a host type role to it. Or I've also thought about, you know, running it back and doing it again, but doing it with someone and then having double dates everywhere. I've thought about both of those things and I, I, you know, time will kind of tell with those, but I think I just want to build this and build this and build this to different avenues, different things like that, where I create all kinds of sort of digital medias and and stuff like that. Like I want to get back, I want to create a podcast about it, go through all the states and things like that. So I've kind of laid the foundation now. I hope to just build on top of it and see where that takes me, I guess you could say.
1: I'm here for the ride for building the brand, but I think that's really exciting. And I think it's a cool thing that you're doing. And I think, like you said, there's a lot of avenues you can go down. But Matt, I end every episode of my podcast talking about pet peeves relative to the subject we've been talking about. So I think for you, I would love to hear some pet peeves you have around pandemic dating
0: pandemic dating or dating in general
1: it could be either pandemic or regular dating
0: on the side of pandemic dating it's oh I I get so aggravated at like how businesses and things like that close I don't know if that counts but like uh Mm -hmm. like when I'm going on dates and things like that it's like oh we go there and we expect to you know get a table or walk in and then it's like oh we close at six but online it says they close at ten But due to COVID, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, or everything is full because of like capacity and things like that. So that's like a huge pet peeve of mine when it comes to pandemic dating and things like that or virtual dating. But on like in-person dates, like with actual people, (laughs) like with the... (laughs) With, like, the actual individuals, I think, like, a huge pet peeve of mine is when girls are on their phone. Oh, my goodness, that bugs me so much. And it's fine if, you know, they have to text their mom or give someone a call quick or it's, like, a tedious thing. But if they're just, like, opening a Snapchat or, or things like that, oh, my goodness, that, that makes my skin crawl. <laughs> it bugs me. I'm, I'm huge on this Maori. I am a huge stickler, and maybe this is old fashioned, but I'm a huge stickler on like manners, on like please and thank yous. <laughs> and so when, when uh, not, not, not so much please, but like, thank you. I'm actually surprised. Like there's a lot of my dates who like don't say thank you after things. And I just get so like, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's it's not that hard.
1: All right, Matt. Well, I think we have plenty of content for today. This was really great. I'll go ahead and edit this down. But I just wanted to say thank you so much for coming on.
0: Yeah, no problem. Thank you so much for reaching out and having me on. I'm excited to give it a listen. And it's nice to virtually meet you, I think. <laughs> you yeah. know.
1: If you enjoyed today's podcast, Go to our Instagram, follow us, give us a like, give us a shout out, tell your mom, tell your grandma, and leave us a comment. Thanks for joining us.